Hi, and welcome to Jan Carroll Publishing Podcast Bookmark. My name is Janie Jesse, and thank you for taking some time out of your week to listen to this week's podcast. This week, we have a terrific interview with one of Jan Carroll Publishing's authors. Um, Allison had the privilege of talking with one of our authors, like I said, Karen Bruce. Now, to give you um, a brief background, Karen Bruce was a first-time author when she came to JCP. She was unsure of where to start in the publishing industry. She was unsure even if her work uh, was worthy for publishing. And we were all surprised because we were impressed with her. We were impressed with her writing. So JCP walked her through the process of publishing her first book. And her first book, the title, Josie, A Story of Forgiveness. And uh, I want to read one of the reviews um, from her book, Josie, A A Story of Forgiveness. And the review from Wanda Shepard said, a wonderful book that made me laugh and cry. So from her first book, Karen went on from being an unsure author, unsure of herself, and became a published author and is now... Uh, she has a second book that she published, and it is called A Heart Never Dies. And actually, Karen is, is working on a third book, and, and you'll, you'll get that in the interview. But we are so proud of Karen. She, she has accomplished so much, and she's so talented. So here's Allison and author Karen Bruce. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bookmarked. We are so excited today to welcome a very talented author who has published two books with Jane Carroll Publishing so far. Her first book is called Josie, A Story of Forgiveness, and her most recent novel is called A Heart Never Dies. I am, of course, talking about Karen Bruce. Karen, thank you so much for joining me today. We're honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Now, I had the opportunity to read A Heart Never Dies. I read the entire thing, and I loved the storyline and the characters so much. I think it was a very unique and heartwarming story. So first, would you care to tell our listeners sort of the basic plot of that novel? Well, the story has two main characters, Jenna and Ben. And Jenna has just lost her husband uh, to a drunk driver. He was in a car accident and she has to donate his organs and she's devastated. He was the love of her life. They have a 16 year old spoiled daughter. He's spoiled. And uh, the other character is Ben. And at the beginning of the book, he's just gone through a divorce and he is having all kinds of health problems. He has a heart defect and he's going to have to have a heart transplant to to live. So that's the way it starts. And uh, so uh, Jenna's just kind of crazy with her life. Her (laughs) 16 year old daughter gets pregnant and she has, you know, a crazy mom that's, you know, always in her business. (laughs) And uh, so they meet and they have no idea how they have a connection, but they meet, but they know that 
there is a connection and they're just baffled by it. And of course, she doesn't have time for that. She's busy, you know, and then they they keep seeing each other. They keep, you know, coming in contact and uh, she's having all these feelings and he is too. And he's even he had even dreamed about her before he had even met her. And uh, which is kind of kind of funny, because one time I had a dream that I was looking in the mirror and it wasn't me. And I, that always stuck with me. And in the book, Ben has a dream and he looks in the mirror and it's not him. And, you know, you don't know for sure, but I allude to the fact that it's Craig that he's looking at. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was kind of, that was kind of fun to write, but anyway, and of course, Jenna has all these feelings of guilt you know, she had, she doesn't, she's already had the love of her life, so she doesn't need another one. She, you know, and she feels guilty because, you know, Craig was her husband and she should stay true to him. And her mom thinks the same thing because her mom lost her husband when she was young and uh, she's always been a widow and she thinks Jenna should be the same way. And she doesn't want people to talk about her, but anyway, so they keep coming in contact and, and keep fighting it. But yeah, it's, it's a great story. And I, and I, the reason I wrote it, it was because, uh, I've always had this fascination with, uh, organ transplants. And I always thought it was so cool to see these interviews of the families donating the organs and of the person receiving the organs. I just thought that was so neat. And all the feelings that they have, you know, the being scared, being happy, being sad. And uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to write, I'm going to write a story about two people that fall in love that, you know, that this happens to. And Ben finds out first, but, you know, he's scared to tell Jenna. But yeah, it's, I love the story. I loved how it came out. And I'm very proud of my work. Well, you definitely should be. It's an awesome story. As I said, I really loved reading it. And um, I always love to hear a bit about what inspires authors to write what they write. Um, So thank you for talking a little bit about that as well. And you did a fantastic job writing it. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm so curious how you found the experience of writing your second novel, as opposed to the first time around with Josie, A Story of Forgiveness. Like, was it easier to write the second one? Did you sort of know what processes worked for you at that point? Or would you say it was equally as challenging and crazy? No, I would say it was definitely easier. The first book took me forever to let it go for for one reason. Uh, I just, it wasn't perfect. I I could never get it, you know, perfect. And I didn't want to let it go. My husband was like, you got to let it go. You got to just, just send it on. So, um, and plus uh, when I was writing that book, I didn't have internet. I had word on my computer, but there, there wasn't anything with it. No editing skills, no, uh, spell check, nothing. And so I would have to reread and reread and reread and have my friends read and have my husband read it. And uh, so it was a lot harder. And with the second book, you know, I had internet, I had a better computer, I had editing skills. And uh, it was and then, of course, I had a lot more confidence that that was the biggest thing, you know, having more confidence that I could do it, you know, So, yeah, it was definitely easier the second time around. Yeah, I can imagine that writing a novel takes, you know, so much time and dedication, regardless of how experienced you are or, you know, how many novels you've written. 
Do you have any writing advice for maybe some aspiring authors uh, as it pertains to time management skills or just how to stay motivated? Well, I'm not the best person to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I do know I don't always stick to these rules, but I do know you need to do you need to write every day. You need to. That's the only way you're going to improve on your craft. Uh, You also need to read a lot. Just reading other people's work, you know, that's inspiring. And just for me, you know, I have to have inspiration to sit down and write. And uh, but, you know, you don't have that. You don't do anything if you don't sit down and, you know, try it. So sometimes you have to stop and go back and stop and go back. But it's okay. You just have to keep at it. Don't give up. Don't give up and don't give up. Absolutely. And that is really great advice. I think for me, I definitely struggle with staying motivated and really sticking with whatever I'm trying to write. I'm the type of person to, you know, I'll reach a mental block and get frustrated and, you know, want to give up. How often would you say that you experience writer's block if you do? And how do you sort of pull yourself out of that? Oh, yeah, of course I do. I think surely everybody does. Uh, And sometimes it's more often than not. But I just have to get up, step away, but, you know, always go back. You know, don't don't give up. You know, you have to go back and just keep trying, you know. Um, You know, when I'm just everyday life, I keep notes on my phone. If I if I'm talking to anybody and uh something just, you know, clicks and I'll, I'll write it down or uh, just uh, reading or, you know, just anything that inspires me. I, I put it in my notes. And so when I sit down to write, you know, I can always have those notes handy and and look at them. Or where can I incorporate this or that or whatever? And because uh, I'm always uh, I love when I read, I love to read uh, an author that incorporates humor into their books you know you can be serious you can be funny uh, and you know those are the kinds of things that I like to read so I want to make sure I do that and so yeah it's hard you like I said before just don't give up just keep trying and uh, you will experience writer's block that's just (laughs) a given but you know not all the time Yes, absolutely. And that's great advice as well. What you said about sometimes you just have to step away from it, you know, maybe go outside or even, you know, sleep on it and go back to it the next day. I think that's definitely helpful. Yes. Now, I have to ask for our listeners, do you see yourself writing another novel in the future or what's next for you? Yes, absolutely. I am actually working on a sequel to uh, Josie's Story of Forgiveness. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the in the in Josie's story, uh, at the beginning, she finds out her best friend is having an, an affair with her husband, and that's Shelly. And Shelly has a daughter named Carly. And Shelly and her husband Jared, you know, they have Carly, and they they divorce when Carly's pretty young. And so the book that I'm read that I'm writing right now is called Carly, a story of redemption. And it's been a lot of fun and crazy just writing about the dysfunction that Carly has experienced growing up with Shelly as her mother and and Jared as her father. I mean, it's been, you know, the early divorce, the constant 
uh, pulling back and forth and, you know, uh, so, and, and her grandparents and, and then he remarries again and it just, and it gives you a, a background also of what Shelly and Jared went through. So, you know, at the end of, of Josie's book, uh, Jared kills Shelly. And so you kind of get that background, why it got that that far, you know, why that happened and a lot of background information on that. And I've really, and I've just had a ball working on this book. Yeah. Wow. Sequels are always so exciting to me to get more of a sneak peek and a better insight into the characters that we all know and love. Um, So that's awesome. And I certainly look forward to, you know, whatever you decide to do next. I think you're a very talented writer and you come up with the most interesting storylines that really pull the reader in with fun plot twists along the way. And you really end up caring for your characters. So um, do you see yourself returning to romance novels again in the future or is there maybe another genre that you'd be interested in breaking into one day well I of course I feel much more comfortable with uh romance uh and you not that I'm a romantic or you know and have this great love life or anything I love my husband and everything but (laughs) 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 but you know, uh, you write what you know, and I, I'm I'm not comfortable with writing about historical aspects or Western or something like that. But I have on my uh, blog uh, or on my website, KarenGBruce.com, I have blogs and short stories on there free if anybody wants to read them. But yes, I've I, seen those. Oh, have you? Good. Yes. So um, I have, there's a, there's a few uh, on there that I've just completely gone out on left field, you know, about like uh, suspense and murder. And so that's been, you know, a lot of fun to write about. I'm not sure if I'm quite comfortable doing a novel, a full length novel on something like that, but it's been a lot of fun to to play around with it for sure. I bet. And honestly, what you said about writing with what you know and what you're comfortable with, I think that's really good advice too to aspiring writers. That's kind of like the first step I feel like you're told is to just, you know, write about what you know. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, I always like to ask our authors what they're reading right now. So do you have any book recommendations or anything that you've been reading lately that you just couldn't put down? Well, actually, I've been on a Jane Austen kick and I'm rereading all her books right now. And I'm reading uh, Mansfield Park right now. And I absolutely love Jane Austen's style. Me too. Um, Sometimes, you know, when I'm reading, I have to reread it a few times because it just goes right over my head. And I think, (laughs) what is she saying? Uh, But I love the fact that, you know, this is probably the... uh, most accurate uh, historical uh, portrayal portrayal of people back in that time because that's when it's, that's what she wrote, you know. And uh, but it's very interesting to me. And again, like I said, I like her style. She has a little bit of humor, a little uh, in there as well, and I love that. And I just love her plots and her characters. You know, she's always got some you know funny characters like. Uh, uh, Fanny in Mansfield Park, her aunt, you know, how she's always going on and on and on, but, uh, and just, you know, can't see 
anything besides her world. And uh, but I love characters like that. I, I just get a big kick out of it. And yeah, she inspires me so much. Me too. Jane Austen is one of my favorite authors of all time. I love Persuasion. That one's probably. Oh, I just read that too. Yes. Love, love, love that book. (laughs) Me too. It's incredible. And of course, you know, Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, Uh, everyone knows those, but I recommend Persuasion for Uh people who, you know, maybe have only read Pride and Prejudice. Um, That's a really good one. Yes, absolutely. Love them. And I'm always looking for new books to read and new authors. I read a lot of thrillers and mysteries and such in my free time. So uh, I definitely need to expand a bit and get back to the classics like that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm curious, what has been your favorite part of seeing both of your novels sort of enter into the world and reach all kinds of different people? I'm sure it's strange, but rewarding and exciting at the same time, just to know that your work is out there for anyone to read. Yes, it's it's um, when somebody comes up to you and tells you that they've read your book and they've read it two or three times and how much they loved it. I mean, you just, the feeling that you get, it's like, you know, you poured your heart and soul into this book and, you know, and it's, it's an extension of you and, you know, you can't help but put yourself in every character that you create and to have somebody like it, uh, it means the world. And it's also been surprising to me when men come up to me, <laughs> and tell me they've read it and loved it. And I'm like, wow, you know, I, I never expected that. But, you know, at the beginning, I was just like, if just one person reads my book and likes it, I'll be so happy. But then it's like, oh, wow, this is this is great. I'm so happy that, you know, I've had a good reception of my books. And, uh, you know, not everybody likes the same thing. Everybody likes something different. So, you know, not everybody's going to like your work. But uh, I've been very, very pleased with the turnout and, and surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm sure there's nothing like seeing a copy of your published novel for the first time and holding it in your hands and knowing oh, that. <laughs> I'll never forget that day, you know, just bringing those books home, opening it up and just, you know, hold, yeah, hold it in your hand and just like, wow, it's unbelievable. You know, there's just so many moments that the first time I found out it was going to be published, you know, you'll, you just never, you, you can never forget those moments. It's it's unbelievable, but so rewarding. Wow. And finally, I wanted to ask you, what's been the most surprising or even affirming thing that you've sort of learned about yourself while writing your books? Um, that I can be uh, funny. You know, uh, I like to to put the humor in my book. And when people think that's that they like that and it's and it's funny that surprises me it, that I can be inspiring you know uh to other people and because you know I like to incorporate my faith in my books and uh so uh yeah uh I'm I'm just it just surprises me that you know that uh I do what I do and then I come up with you know with the 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 plots that I come up with because I I didn't know I had it in me, but sometimes, you know, I'm on a roll and I'm just writing and I'm like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? But I'm glad it came to me. So (laughs) it it surprises me because I didn't start writing until I was in my forties. So uh, never really wrote anything before that. So for me to, to, 
the first time, you know, that I actually sat down to write, I wrote, you know, a little longer than a short story, a little shorter than a novel, but I had a beginning, a middle and an end and I finished it. And I'm like, I cannot believe I did that. Me, I did it. And, uh, and it just kept getting a little easier and a little easier. Of course, I look back at those and they're really, really, really bad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it just I'm surprised at myself I, that I can do it. You know, I have no uh, I didn't, you know, uh, have any kind of degree that put me in this spot. I, I have nothing, you know. So, you know, uh, even in school, I really it was all I could do to turn in a term paper, you know. <laughs> And I'm sure it just absolutely adds to your confidence too, just to know, you know, what you're capable of and always learning new things about yourself, I think is so important. So that's awesome. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, Karen, it's been so great getting to talk with you today and hear about your writing processes and experiences as an author. It's always a pleasure to see you. Thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate you so much. And if I can just help one little person, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as long as you reach one person, it's worth it. One (laughs) person. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bookmarked. I'll be putting the links to both of Karen's books in the description below. So be sure to purchase those. You will not regret it. Karen also has a short story that will be featured in our upcoming romance anthology titled Steamy Creek, a cozy romance anthology. And this collection will be coming out in time for Valentine's Day. So look for Karen's story in that as well. And as always, be sure to check out our blog, also called Bookmarked, which serves as a partner to this podcast and publishes new blog posts every Wednesday. I'll see you next time, and I hope everyone is having a great start to the new year. Thank you, Allison, and thank you, Karen. What a fantastic interview. Uh, That was just wonderful. And I am in total agreement with Allison about Karen's books. And I'm going to redefine things a little bit here, maybe, but I think Karen has a unique writing style. And in my um, definition, I call it down-to-earth writing style. And why do I call that down-to-earth? So her writing style engages the reader, and her stories are written so true to life. It's just down-to-earth. And I look at her stories, and and really, these are movies in print. They're great. I know they're fiction, but you'll find yourself as the reader being a part of the story. And and some of these stories um, can actually, her writing, it it can resonate with you. And it might even fall in line with something that's going on in your life. But when reading uh, one of her books, either book, you're going to be walking along with the characters and you're right in there with the, the characters and you're feeling every emotion. So I think from my perspective, it's a down-to-earth writing because the reader becomes so engaged in the storyline. And Karen, thank you too for sharing some terrific advice. And one thing that you shared uh, in your suggestions was to make notes And, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. I carry a notepad. And whenever I get an inspiration or an inspiring thought, I'll jot it down. 
And I'm being, of course, from the old school, I like to write things down. But if I don't have my notepad with me, I will put it on my phone. But I like writing it on my notepad because that's almost like um, it's real. That You're writing a book. If you write down a thought or an inspiring thought in a, on a notepad, But um, I think that's just great advice because you might be surprised what inspires you and where you find your inspiration and your ideas. And you don't want to lose those because it may just be a moment in time. So I think that was terrific advice. And thank you, Karen, so much. And I also want to say thank you to all your listeners out there. Please visit uh, Karen's website, karengbruce.com, and you can also purchase her books as well as uh, other JCP books on uh, our website and on Amazon. So this week was just a very special interview. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's podcast, and thank you again, um, all of you out there, for supporting this podcast and supporting our book blog and JCP and Voice Magazine for Women and supporting our authors. Now, JCP will be offering some new special kind of um, publishing opportunities for authors and for those authors who might be looking to be republish. So we're going to be updating that information on our website with details. So stay tuned for that. And um, we just want to say thank you again and If you are wanting to write that book and get that book published, make it happen in this new year, 2024. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. And from all of us to all of you, see you next week. (laughs) 